This meeting is being recorded. Thank you. Every fucking time. Uh-huh. Well, it's a good upgrade. Quite honestly. Now I know. Knowing's half the battle. You know what else I know? What else do you know? I know that uh, not much is going on with you. Not a, not nothing. Not, not a fucking thing. You didn't do anything this week, huh? Not a, not a goddamn thing. I didn't uh, go to Richmond, Virginia for work and then do work on a house and then move into it. And I'm not coming to you live from another closet. Nice. Nice. New new digs. <laughs> yeah. New closet, same old Ben. Mothership 2.0. What's up? Hanging out. Oh, man. Buy a big old rack of shoes. All right. You know, those are known for their acoustic quality. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Vertical shoe hangers. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it looks great. I gotta, I gotta say. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just yeah. The, the white void behind me and some of my wife's high heels. No, I think that was the 16 ounce Tecate that I. Oh, no, that's regular. I've just got That's a 12? Sm- I've gotten smaller. Oh, you went with the fisheye lens. I see. <laughs> That's why you look so huge, man. The overhead lighting really does give me kind of a god-esque quality. Ah, it does. It's it's fantastic, I gotta say. Tell me of your week, my son. <laughs> oh, my week. Whew. Let's see. Let's see. Last I talked to you was uh, Friday night that I was in Maryland, and I, was, I said, mm, cicadas around our parents, not that bad. Yeah. And then I went to Baltimore, like Northeast Baltimore, to visit a uh, friend of the pod, Bob, as as he's want to be called now. <laughs> Bobo, Bobo Baltimore. Bob Dallas. Uh, yeah. He he lived in what what I'm pretty sure was like one of those scenes from Temple of Doom where <laughs> we're short rounds just like, "We step on a fortune cookie." And no, there's cicadas. Hell yeah. It was it was definitely a hot late May night uh, when I was down there, and I said to him, I said, "Hey, uh, you know, you got you got them crawling up your walls. They're all over your your fucking sidewalks here. They're all over the street. They're all over every tree and bush in sight. What's the what's the worst night that you've seen so far?" And he said, "Oh, this is by far the worst." <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, Slancha, I'm I'm here on plague night. Yeah. Hell yeah. I guess that means in a way Baltimore's kind of got two plagues going on right now. Um, you yeah, know, we just sure. wrapped up viral plague. Now we're working on, you know, locust esque plague. Yeah. Like biblical plague. Yeah. So yeah, soon, uh, what frogs and then, uh, blood fire rains from the sky. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we- I'm just, I'm really just going off of the mummy right now. Yes. The. Uh, documentary text. Yeah. Starring historians Rachel Weiss and Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Famed, uh, feminist text as well, The Mummy. Uh, well, I know I saw it on TV recently. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was down in Maryland. Yeah. You know, that, that does sound like something me and, me and Bobo would watch while Joan slept peacefully on a sleeper sofa. Could be. Yeah. He's got a nice cat. I gotta tell you that. Yeah, that I'm sure that cat is in hell right now, just watching a massive bugs come out of like he's he's got garden yeah. level windows, so like that cat's right yep. there, like it's at ground zero, but just in you know an, an experimental box. Just what will you do? Yeah, oh, look at man. all that food. Ah, uh, locked outside of a buffet. 
I mean, in my parents' neighborhood, somebody's got like a puppy, and they say, "Yeah, hey, I gotta keep the dog away from him because those insects have no no defensive capabilities." It's like they want to die. <laughs> I mean, we were sitting out on Bob's uh, tailgate of his new truck. Uh, I think it's a 2019 Dodge. What's up? You know, looks great. That thing got uh, a Hemi. Uh, I didn't. I didn't look at the side. Let's go with yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a soft, hard yes. <laughs> and we were just sitting out on his tailgate and you'd hear shit falling out of the trees. I was like, oh, there's a skater. Yeah. I just heard three. I think one knocked another two. <laughs> but seriously, it just, you cannot get away from it up there. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, I, I, rem- I mean, I remember it from, I guess it was 10th grade, I think, right? That was the last one. Were we in 10th grade? Yeah, it was summer 04. Yeah, and I remember doing the math being like, damn, the next time this happens, I'm going to be fucking 32, and that's so fucking old. Yeah, now you're going to be 49. I'll be turning 50, like, before the last of them die off. Yeah, dude. That's how we celebrate, (laughs) by killing the last of them off. (laughs) Yep. Ah. Hell yeah. But I went to Richmond after we last talked. Okay. Shortly after for work. Not a lot to say about Richmond itself. It's it's fine. I've I've had good times there, but I will say that there's no direct flights from San Francisco to Richmond because Richmond's a it's a tiny airport. Like even even during non-COVID times, there's no direct flights. And so I got to go to O'Hare on the way out. <clears throat> Nothing much happened there, but I got to go not much happens in O'Hare when got, you're high above the mucky muck. Yeah! O'Hare! Nice. Yeah. But uh, going back to San Francisco, I, at first I got to the Richmond airport where I was confused by the fact that uh, like everyone there is at the airport is in the military. And I, I looked afterwards and there's... I think it's an army, but like airport that's sort of Venn diagrams with the Richmond airport. Like that's got like its own access point, but it's definitely like there is a, some sort. I don't think it's air force. I think it's like an army one. So it's, I don't know if it has like fighter jets or it's just for like transporting people around, but there's just a shit ton of military people there, like way more than your average airport. And because of that, you know, I like when you go to an airport, they have those signs kind of posted up usually by the, like TSA or like the, the the bag check counter that's like things that you're allowed to check that you have to check and then the other things it's a list of things you can't bring on the plane in any form like don't bring a bomb guns knives explosives aerosols yeah yeah i get it lithium batteries you know some of them are boring Your samsung galaxy note 4 exactly nope, can't bring it sorry this one rich the richmond airport has just the gun sign over and over and over again. And, and then there's announcements that come on and giant screens that light up. They're like, hey, you can't bring your gun through the fucking, like, you, you can't Seriously, bring it onto the. Please stop. This is our 14th today. And it has like, we the, are tired. It has the fine posted, like how much it is, it, like, like the same as if it's like the, you know, the, the fine for being in the, the HOV lane when you're not at, like, when you're by yourself is like, you know, $491. Text hero to TSA yeah. 84. It has those same signs for br- trying to bring a gun onto the plane. It's like, look, you can't bring a gun or gun parts. 
You can't bring it on to the flight with you. You have to I check it. I got a new ever, lever action for my 357. Fuck you. I'm bringing it. Like, yeah. Sir, just ship it. It'll, it'll be worth it when you don't have to come back for court. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to be shipping a whole lot of gun parts. Like, <laughs> don't you worry. I just didn't have room. Yeah. No, it was that – w- that was wild. And I just – you know, I wasn't quite prepared for just the amount of like – I guess – I'm assuming it's because there's so many people in the military that just have guns on them. I, I have no fucking idea. I, I don't know because it doesn't seem like a very gun-toting town, Richmond, but maybe it is. I I, I don't know. It's certainly not open carry. I, I didn't see a single one while I was there. But uh, Virginia's like that if you if you want to. Yeah, but Richmond's like the Austin of Virginia. It's like sort of – you know, it's kind of like – it's like got like a chill, like like a sort of a chill non. I've been to the fall line of the James River before in Richmond. That's probably my most notable uh, Richmond memory. Hell yeah, the river that they named after you. Uh that's true. Yeah, that's true. They named it after the monarch that was named after me. Actually, yes, that is yeah. that. I read that on a plaque. But yeah, uh, my mom's aunt. So we're we're talking th- playing up three generations. Yeah, here. great so, on here, right? So, yeah. So like got a got a solid seventy years on me. Yeah. At, at any point, Aunt Jane was in a, a community in the Richmond area, and and she had she had a boyfriend at the time. <gasps> yeah. This is this is a different guy named who was originally named Robert, but he was Bobby. Bobby. So, Aunt Jane and Bobby and. uh we got dinner with them in the community and shit, and we were like, "Oh, what do you want to do?" And uh, they wanted to go see the fall line of the the James River. I guess Bobby was a nautical guy; he just wanted to smoke his pipe down there. And All right. I don't think we were we were in any danger, but it was me as a teenager, you know, probably around that cicada summer. You know, I was probably either a sophomore or junior in high school. Uh, my brother, you know. He found the excellent excuse to bail on everything, which is I'm in college. Yep. <laughs> That's Cla- classic such excuse. Such a sweet excuse to use. Just, nah, I can't. Uh, I'm in college. Yeah. And uh, my mom and my dad, you know, who are in their 50s, and then, you know, two people who are like 75, 80 years old. But both can still walk. I mean, you can get around fine. And the fall line of the James River, it's just a concrete pad that abuts the river near an old warehouse that is clearly no longer in use so we go park my dad's i think it was a dodge magnum at the time that that (laughs) tank i remember that thing that thing was awesome yeah that definitely did not have the hemi in it (laughs) his fucking joke that he would say all the time (laughs) you'll have to refresh my memory uh, I don't. I, I'm not gonna say I remember the exact delivery, but it was something to the effect of, "Oh yeah, I, I I've always only driven cars named after condoms." <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. It's all coming back to me now. Uh, but yeah. So we're down there. Um, and I mean it's sunset. I think it's. I think it's like around this time. It's it's late spring. Uh. It's actually quite pleasant. Bobby's smoking his pipe near the fall line of the James River, and uh, some black dudes roll up to uh, go fishing there in some tailgating chairs, and everything was cool. It it was just a weird mix of like, hey, here's here's this white family coming to coming to look at this shit, and I'm sure th- these dudes 
they were doing what they did every day, and they're like, "What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's the multi generational sandwich over there. Like, <laughs> the hell? Hell yeah! Why do those people come down here? Like, All, what the hell are they doing looking at this shit bum river? Just looking at it. <laughs> yeah, not even fishing. Just observing water moving fairly slowly. Yeah. But honestly, that those dudes seemed awesome. I, I remember <laughs> thinking, I could get down with fishing if it's you bring a cooler and you drink a couple of beers in a tailgate chair in the middle of a city. That yeah. sounds awesome. That does sound awesome. We've done that without the fishing part. So, like, yeah, just... Well, we didn't catch any fish, so we basically fished. Yes. Effectively, yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, so once I left the fucking Richmond airport, and your home, your home river of the James River. I went up to the Charlotte airport for layover, old, uh, old clit itself, CLT. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they also love the troops there. They have the USO fucking atrium. And when I went to like the Hudson News or whatever, like the fucking snack store, they're like, do you want to donate to the troops? Just like, no. Are you out of your mind? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm on a work trip, so uh, you know, one one third of my salary is actually going to them already. Yeah, like seventy percent of my taxes go to the troops as it is. They need more? They don't get more. No. Fuck you, spend it better. Look, we don't pay them well. This is for them. We we actually just buy nice equipment and research for them. <laughs> pay a lot of contractors. We don't actually pay the troops. Yeah. But th- th- then as I was walking out of that Hudson News, I saw a guy that was like a combination of dudes you see on the airplane that I'd never seen in this. I'd never seen it as, as one guy before. He at, at, for, at first he looked like your standard like sales guy on a business trip, but like for, for like a pretty low tier company. He's got khakis. He's got the polo shirt with like whatever fucking company on the breast pocket, and it's tucked in. And he's got like the little satchel bag, and I was like, yeah, this guy. This is what this guy does. All day, every day, like during the work week. This is him. Then I look down. My man's in flip flops. Baller move. I do that in airports all the time. Flip flops, dudes? Dude, especially in like the South when you don't know how hot it's going to be and if the air conditioning's not going to be working. I'm Dude, not wearing socks. You can't wear flip flops on a plane? Yeah, you can. My man. All no. fucking time. <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. What are you? You planning on like it going down, dude? No. Okay. Like I I wasn't. I wasn't sure if this was like an emergency exit. No. I always sign up for those. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you just get extra leg room that way. Big time. And they're like, "Can I get a yes that you're willing and able to help?" And it's like, "Yeah." uh, Can we get you on the plane a little bit earlier so the kids can run around in in the space in front of you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to read the card that you told me to read, but yeah, I'm help. I, I can help. What is this, an Airbus A190? Yeah, all right. I've already worked on these. Don't worry. I've thrown a lot of people out of the emergency exit on these. Willingly, you know, like down the chute. Looks fun. Oh, there's a new rev in the safety manual? Okay. Thanks. Yeah. And then the only other thing of note from that airport was they they have, like, TVs just kind of hanging in the... It's it, quite it, a nice airport. I mean, Charlotte's getting area. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So around all the gates, they have like TVs hanging there. And they, you know, normally like the airport TVs by the gates will play like a weird, like it's like a one tier above gas station television where it's like a 10 minute clip from the news and then like five minutes of Conan 
And then it's like a weird, I don't know where, like who compiles it, but this one had a new feature, which was in between every segment, it would give you one straight minute. I timed it just a full minute of a single screen, just one image that would give you the information of one stock. So it would be like Netflix 22.07 and then in parentheses up 1.06%. And it would just be that for a minute. Like it wouldn't give you other stocks like everything else does where they tick by. It would, and then, and I was like, Oh, maybe like Netflix donated to this wing. And so it just keeps you updated on Netflix. But nope, the next time I looked over, it was doing Expedia. And then it was like various other things that I don't know what they were, but like it, it was a minute, like a solid, just a minute chunk with a, a white screen with just text on it that said the information of one. And I don't even know if that's, is that on the day? Is that yesterday? I have no idea. I don't care anything about stocks at all because I'm not an asshole, but I just thought that was very strange. Like if you're at a gate, first of all, you don't need that TV on at all you don't like, there's no point to it it's just background noise but like who is that for who's like boy i'm a business guy who does stock trading i'm a i'm a wall street guy wait wait let me get out my telegraph and and phone this over to buffalo yeah hold up hold up with the facebook stock please please yeah Anybody who's doing day trading has a phone and laptop with them, and also... They already know that. If it's a stock that they're worried about, yeah, there is a screen much closer, much more personal to them, that they can figure it out. That's updating more than... I mean, if it's showing me one image for a minute, stocks update faster than a minute, as it is, but that's just one stock, and then it's a clip of fucking Jimmy Fallon. So, like... You'd have to watch for more than a day to get all of the stock info for what I don't know what period of time, but it's just it's just absolutely useless. And that's I, awful. Yeah, I kind of I kind of loved it. It felt like a weird art piece in a way. It was just like because a lot of people just kind of zoned out and were looking at it, like they were staring at it as if new information was coming in. They're like, "Cool." Thirty seconds ago, it said the stock price of Chevron. Let's I saw see the drummer the next- from the Roots. Yeah, like this, uh, like I, I when I was walking up, you know, it had the Weather <laughs> Channel on. So clearly, this is gonna move. Yeah, I can't even blame it on like the bright, colorful images because it's just a white screen with text. I have no excuse wow. to still be looking at this. It was a good time. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you mentioning the airport code for Charlotte out there reminded me. uh of that trip that I took to New Orleans with with Joan. I mean, going out, it wasn't that great. But coming back, the acronyms really lined up. You got yeah. New Orleans, yep. MSY. MSY. To Charlotte. Okay. To Boston. So, Messy Clit Boss. Messy Clit Boss. That, <laughs> yeah, that was me. That's the good. The whole way back. That's good. Yeah. Actually, we had to connect in D.C. because uh, the flight got delayed out of Messy. So, it didn't actually become a Messy Clit. It <laughs> became a messy dick. What? Yeah. With no DC. way. Hell yeah. 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 So I was a messy dick boss. Actually, I booked a messy clip boss. But <laughs> look, you, you, I was going to do a feminism joke. I'm just going to bail on it instead. 
Just in, insert your own joke about feminism. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm just glad, yeah, that that we didn't preempt that. Yeah. Then uh, I got on a I got on the plane, and the last funny thing that happened on the trip was I guess they had like a bigger overhead storage compartment than normal, and so you were yeah, supposed they're to- doing those. Yeah, Embraers. Are you, do you fly one of the E one nineties or? Uh- <laughs> I, I I don't know. Are you kidding? Are, dude, haven't you been reading your pamphlets? <laughs> I have not. I, okay. I, I'm behind. But they needed you to put your roller bag in up top on its side. But instead of just saying like, hey, everyone, put your roller bag in up top on its side. They, they, they had an image there as well. This woman would come over the intercom every couple of minutes and go, hey, everybody, we're going to need you to turn those bad boys on their sides so we can fit four to a section. Just go ahead, crank those bad boys on over on their side. She said she always referred to them as bad boys and would occasionally say crank them over. <laughs> I was just like, what? Hell Knowing yeah. you, you, you really appreciated bad boys and the cranking, but you, you're also were having an internal fight where it was like, there's six sides to every rectangular suitcase, <laughs> dumb bitch. Define side, you idiot. Yeah. Oh, it was good. It was a good time. Ah, that's a larf. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, on the on the topic of stocks too, uh, that that job that I quit a couple of weeks back, uh, the client actually gave me one of their laptops and like a access to their system. Even though I wasn't paid, I could look into my my paycheck for them. Which was interesting, Strange. but on the but on the homepage of their portal, like their their web portal thing, had their stock price. And I was like, "Is this fucking taunting me?" Because like, weird. I, I'm not being paid by them, but like their rank and file employees see this shit as well. And it's like, yeah, they own a token amount of stock, but every time I saw it in the afternoon, it was fucking going down. Yeah. And so one of the one of the guys, I think he, he might listen every now and then. Uh, but he, he was like, yo, yo, you see the stock? And I was like, yeah, your company sucks. <laughs> so it's always going down. <laughs> but quite honestly, they're too big to fail. So DM us if you want to know who they are. Absolutely. James worked for Enron. <laughs> yep. Right before I switched to WorldCom. And then, great. and before that, it was the Titanic. Just all things that are simply too big to fail. Hey, White Star Line. It was a good company. It was. It was. Till it wasn't. That ship sank. It really did. <laughs> Speaking oh, of being man. completely exhausted, I am completely exhausted, Jimbo. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you want to take uh, one of them, them mid-app naps? Boy, I wish I was capable of, of having a nap. I don't have the brain for it. Just, just can't be done. But... I will tell you, I have the, the brain that allows me to just work myself to a point that like, my, my arms hurt in like a new and exciting way. It's not like a muscle sore way. It's just them being like, we're done. Like, like I tried to reach for the, a beer earlier today and my shoulder was just like, nah. And I was like, what? Come on, you man. Got, it was you like, got to nah. like dog brain level of exhausted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, but I was, I, I had to reach for it with my other hand. <laughs> The like, dog's oh. like eating too much food and it's thrown up and it's like, well, I cleared up all that space. Yeah. Better get back in there. <laughs> yeah, dude. I am fucking cooked and got a lot done, but uh, a lot left to do. And boy, 
Are my arms tired? <sighs> nice. I'm I'm glad that really turfed out with that punchline. Uh, <laughs> I gotta say, man, I'm I'm proud of you, uh, and and even more so ashamed of myself. Nah, because I am also sore as a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah! What you been up to? Uh, well, I mean, it's like my second and a half week of surveying, so, so yes. that wasn't too bad, you know. I was standing up a lot. It was a it was a warm one, um, <clears throat> but I actually got invited to participate in a uh, beer league softball team. Nice, and that's huge. So, that's huge. Well, <clears throat> I can't tell you the last time that I sprinted, and I'm guessing it was 2016, based on the soreness and swollenness of my knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sprinting is a young man's game. Sprinting is a young man's game. Now I'm not gonna lie. I uh I played like absolute dog shit. Like one hundred one hundred percent dog shit. Uh I yes. struck out like my first at bat. I'm sure the guys who brought me were like, damn it, we're gonna have to move towns. Like we're gonna have to pull our kids out of school and shit. Like Yeah. This is this is serious. You are reflecting um, poorly on our well established social mores. But in that first game I ended up going three for four with that just that one strikeout. But my second hit uh, was like a 15-foot single. I hit it so <laughs> goddamn hard right into the ground, like seven feet in front of the first base. Usually in slow-pitch softball, the, the pitcher is like the fattest guy. Yeah. So uh, he was a bad fielder. So I legged that one out hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't the only one I had on the night because we played a doubleheader. So I got one in the, the next game as well. But yeah, really, really got to try to get under it next week. Hell yeah! Was it was this was back in Boston? No, this was in Vermont. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, Hell it was yeah! On a work night, I I didn't actually tell anybody on the team. Like two of the guys I work with, um, are on the team, but nobody else fucking knew who I was. <laughs> and I wasn't about to say, yeah, I uh, I camp about a hour north of town. Got me a patch of land and a backpack. <laughs> Sometimes I set fire. Thought you fellows were playing stickball. <laughs> I read by candlelight every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I'll spring that one on him next week. <laughs> home. Funny thing about running home. <laughs> <laughs> I live version. in the woods myself, so I'm sort of always running I'm home. home. In 14 years. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, that's good yeah but i have also had an instance of and this this is while like you know using my body that that it, it just said no uh in the second game i had gone from first to home on a double by our pitcher but our pitcher is like the oldest guy you know big big guy not that mobile so he needed a pinch runner they were like yeah you just you just ran really good get up there and so, uh, so somebody else right behind him hit, hit a pretty good ball that, uh, yeah, I was, I should have gone from second to home on, uh, but I was, I was too busy looking for the ball once I rounded third that I, I lost track of it, ended up falling down. I mean, I caught myself pretty well. Like I didn't, I didn't get too scraped up or hurt or tear any ligaments or anything, but damn, did I probably look foolish. So you just fell down running the bases. 
fell down in between third and home when I should have been scoring a run. I uh, heard the third baseman yell like, hey, throw it over third, throw it over third. Like, I popped up, dove for third, was safe there. Didn't end up getting home, but shit. Hell felt, yeah. Felt goddamn stupid. For our uh, one French listener, uh, the uh, the analogy for that baseball situation for soccer would be where you're falling down to pretend to fake an injury, but actually hurt yourself. I think that'd be. Except I didn't hurt myself, and I wasn't yeah. No, out. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just it's not a one to one. It's the okay. best I can do. I guess if it's French, you could be. Oh, you're watching soccer. You're smoking your long thin cigarette, and you start choking on your baguette. It's like when that- you. Yeah, when you try to make wine and you just end up getting bad grape juice. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's the When you only equivalent. put two slices in your baguette. Yeah. And you forget forget the steam at the beginning so it doesn't get that crust. Ooh. You don't haven't kneaded it very well. Ooh. Yeah. It's like that. It's just it's like, like that. that, Frenchie. <laughs> Pierre. I really want to find out if we actually have a French I'm listener. I'm talking to you, Pierre. Or if it's just a VPN that always routes it to the same town in France. It's our international audience, bro. I haven't mentioned them in a while, but I, they're, they're still out there, I believe, our French fan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, they download from the same town. Something That's what pa- makes me think it's not a VPN. Pont-sur-Mer. What's up? <laughs> we, we love you, Pont-sur-Mer. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Um, just kidding. I went bowling. Oh, yeah? Yeah, dude. I tried to go bowling yesterday. No way. When was the last time you went bowling? <sighs> October Whoa. 17. Whoa. Was not expecting a month behind it. Yeah. Damn. I think right after I came back from Germany, CP and, and Ricky were out here for somebody's wedding or something. Nice. Or it was after... It might have been October 19 or 18, but definitely like fall and it was definitely candle pin. So it wasn't true bowling. So last time I was true bowling, I think I was with my dad before a Shaw football league draft. We went, it was like a Sunday morning in South Jersey. Damn, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I was expecting you to be like 10 years ago. I did not expect you to have like detailed recall for bowling. This is incredible. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude, it it's like a drinking sport. Yeah, and, no, I, and bo- I'm, it's I'm not. You're not doing it wrong. I'm just I'm genuinely impressed. Yeah, definitely. I think last last time I actually threw like a twelve pounder or above. Uh, I was with my dad that Sunday morning before a Shaw Football League draft, which Shaw Football League. Might be the either greatest or or worst uh, fantasy football league ever conceived. But why we not had both? Like, yeah, we had like an hour and a half to kill before that thing. I I, I don't know why we had an hour and a half to kill. Uh, I think I think I might have gotten into like Philly just for that or something. And he like picked me up at the train station or the airport or something. And it was like, all right, let's go hit up a diner for breakfast and a fucking bowling alley. <laughs> For the rest. For lunch. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I remember that being really solid in an empty Jersey bowling alley. Hell yeah. A, a nice bonding experience. And then the the, the more recent one, uh, Candlepin Bowling Sucks. I, yeah. I cannot fucking stand it. Except for the three throws of frame. Gotta admit, I'm in for that. 
That is kind of fun. You but- fire one into the gutter. You fire that second one into the gutter. That's two strikes, baby. You got one more. <laughs> he says, still hope. Yeah, exactly. For me, I think it had been about 10 years, but uh, uh, Reagan works part-time as a yoga instructor, and her boss uh, works at a bowling alley as well. It's it's like a smaller bowling alley. It's, uh, I think, six lanes, so pr- pretty tiny. But she was like, yeah, we're doing a thing for the teachers who work uh, for for the yoga teachers, you can come bring your bring your significant others and kids if you want and stuff. So I got to go fucking bowling, and uh, yeah, dude, how much fun is fucking bowling? They had drinks, they had drinks there, so much so it's fun that I regret stealing the size thirteen bowling shoes that I still have in my my closet. Yes, Fuck everybody yeah. steals bowling shoes. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. I didn't steal these because it was like that's that's a that's a bridge too far to steal from your wife's boss's other job. Well, we <laughs> we've made it. I mean, I stole these when yeah, I was a I was a college kid. The I stole these back when these were possibly shoes I was just going to be wearing in my day to day. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to break a hundred, and I got a one hundred and seven. So nicely done. Yeah. How do you, dude? Yeah. I uh I used a 14 pound ball for the first time in my life cuz I'm usually a very small man mm-hmm. but uh you know I've been working out I was like maybe I can try this on for size I was fucking blasting that thing down there like it was nothing I'm still not good at bowling but when it's a 14 pound ball as long as it hits one it just kind of explodes <laughs> it just sort of goes everywhere so that really helps Yeah once you once you start lining yourself up too and getting that straight shot yeah then you can start working on your spins, your splits. Yeah. There was a, there was a little boy there. I mean, I'm mean, like two. Like I'm really bad with kid ages, but I'm gonna guess two. Who they were letting him play. <laughs> he was in a stroller and shitting himself. He was little, but he was picking up the fucking eight pound ball, which I was. I mean, that's got to be close to like a third of his body weight. Yeah, you you see him start <laughs> to go backwards. You're like, that ball's crushing him. Yeah, that ball's crushing his head. But his parents, uh, <clears throat> his his dad's a bowler, so I'm sure he's just like there all the time. Like his dad brought his own shoes, I think. But the little kid was propping the ball up on that like ramp thing that they give you. To, to let you know, you kind of aim the ramp and it, and it rolls down the ramp. So he was just cranking the ball up on that thing, but he was doing it. He was grabbing like every ball that he could lift. And so like at times there'd be like three balls rolling down the lane at the same time. And this little two year, two or three year old just fucking like, woo, just screaming, just so happy. Loves the mayhem. Bowling. Who knew? You did, apparently. I was, I was in a place, uh, very, very recently. That had bowling alleys in like the, uh, the backdrop. It was a, it was a bar and bowling alley down on the Cape. I saw some Cape photos, man. That looked like a lovely adventure. Yeah. I gotta say the weather is definitely November nor'easter. That's what it feels like. Okay. Just rainy, windy and 40. Sure. It's, it's a good fall vibe for a Memorial Day weekend. I love no, it. honestly, there was some pretty solid independent reading time, which I fell asleep immediately. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's tough about reading is that sleeping is way easier to do, and you're you're basically covering all the prerequisites. <laughs> yeah, it it's requires quiet, just like a, a low level of cognition to to scan a page, and then then you just drift. It's the same reason I can't like meditate in the like sit there and 
like close your eyes and focus on your breath or whatever. Like, cause I just fall the fuck asleep instantly. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, I'm bad at napping. So when I wake up from that five minutes of sleep, I have ruined the rest of my day. Like my, my whole shit is fucked. I just, I, I, I I'm truly jealous of folks who can nap. Well, how was your nap, James? <laughs> it was okay. It was honestly, it was honestly okay. Hell yeah. Didn't, didn't ruin shit other than, I guess it made me tired. I don't know. I think it's the, the cold, humid weather in the middle of the end of March or the end of May. The end of May. That's where we are now. Sure. Today's yeah. my sister's birthday, actually. Very, hey, very happy end birthday. of May. Yeah. I don't know if she listens, but if she does, happy birthday, sister, who I Man. won't name because uh, I don't know. You know who you are. Yeah, There's I hope only you had some red you. wine and some pizza, maybe some nuggets or something. Dude, that's like, yeah, those are the big three for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I hope she. I hope she got good ones. Yeah, like real nice nuggets. Yeah, the dinosaur kind. But yeah, also happy belated uh, Bobo. I think I think he was this weekend as well. Happy Bobo to us all, yeah. and but most importantly to Bobo, who I've yeah. met twice. You've met. You've I've met. met. <laughs> yeah. I've met. There we go. It's <laughs> enough for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, hell yeah, dude! I'm grilling tomorrow at the new at the new spot. Oh, nice. Yep. I just wanted to say that I got uh, Bob for for his birthday a uh, stop and shop thermal bag nice. that I left down there, <laughs> and uh, and a leopard print mask that a lady actually gave to Joan. But I think Bob liked it so much that I left it at his place. Nice, yeah, hell yeah, yeah we did that. Hell yeah, that's that's a solid gift. Sorry, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt it, grilling. No, uh, you know, I was just gonna say I, I'm gonna bust out the. The E310 Weber propane grill. We had two of the big tanks of propane for the E310. The E310. Is that the Ernie 310? Cause I got a Smoky Joe. I'm pretty sure Weber names all their shit like human names. I have no idea. It could be. Uh, I- I'm only okay. going off of, uh, that from a, somebody, a friend of ours has the same grill and, and, and called his the E310. I'm just assuming that's correct. I, I, I don't know. Okay. But, uh, Re- Reagan got it for me off of a, 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 a fellow named Craig who had, who had listed it, if you will. Oh, nice. Wink. Yeah. And, uh, the guy who was getting rid of it, it came with, you know, all the brushes and, and accoutrement and all that stuff. But he was also like, I got this, like, almost empty can of propane and a full one, if you want that, <clears throat> like the big boys. And then we already had, a half full one and a full one for our fire pit. So we're now a four propane tank household and it feels good, man. Uh, I wish I had this knowledge, you know, like 24 hours ago. Did you get me two tanks of propane for my sister's birthday? (laughs) I actually got you just, it's one, but it's a big one. (laughs) It's a really, really big one. No, it's uh, too big. In fact, you're on a list now. We had a bunch of steak tips, hot dogs, and hamburgers down Ooh. at uh, down at the Cape Place, but uh, the intel regarding propane not accurate. No, <laughs> when somebody says there should be propane down there, ooh, you buy propane. Yeah, yeah. Next time, next time you'll get them. Yeah, 
we were down in Palm Springs. They were like, uh, again, there, they're like, propane is not guaranteed, right? In the, the little thing that, that a propane grill outside. Like, we will get a five gal. All right. And I, I appreciate that we, we got there. We, we tested it out the first night. Like we, we, we weren't planning on growing the first night, but we were like, let's, let's fire it up. And we we're like, all right, there's a little bit in this one. We'll get a fresh one for tomorrow. Yeah. You and, get to, uh, you know, take, taking the old one for the deposit. Yeah, and then it was kind of like, you know, hey, like, we barely use this one, you know, relative to its full size. And it's like, yeah, and, and, and we're, this, this Bring is where, it back. this is where socialism starts. We leave it for the next guests. No. Mm-mm. Well, no, cause they'd left, other people had left like ice cream sandwiches and stuff. So we were like, cool, we get their ice cream sandwiches. They, the next people get our propane and the cycle continues. Okay. Okay. You know, see that this is the weird thing is, you know, it's it's Papa's parents' place, ah. so so there is no cycle. It's like, yeah, we pay for this. Uh, End we of own cycle. This. <laughs> we bought that grill and we also bought that propane. And guess what? There isn't any more of it. So fuck you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could have shipped you out some had I known. Nah, that's okay. We had a, we had a delightful uh, stovetop dinner. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, tomorrow doing burgers and dogs, uh, in, in the, we can call it the side yard if we want, but it's the driveway. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you know, we'll see how it goes. Have a, have a couple of folks over in a socially distanced, responsible way, but yeah. Ah, fuck you. You're all vaccinated. It's true. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's just lip service. It's, yeah. yeah. You, you don't have to pray on anymore. Yeah, we'll be in a driveway. We won't be that. We'll be spread out enough just so that we're not squirting burger juice on each other. Dude, I, I thought, it was going to take a while for proprietors of Massachusetts establishments to stop wearing masks. That's not true on the Cape. No. The hostess of that, that bowling alley bar was just unmasked. I was like, wow, it's good to see a face. <laughs> I mean, hell, a lot of the places that I go into in Vermont, and I know the governor and, and other people have said, like, it's cool if you're vaccinated to not wear a mask. But I'm not about to be the only person in Buddy's Burgers up in Montpelier not wearing a mask. Like, everybody behind the counter is wearing a mask. Everybody ordering is wearing a mask. I don't know if that means they're all non-vaccinated, but I'm not not about to be the guy in the Phillies hat. Just like, yeah, I'm from out of town. We got we got a convention center. All yeah. right? <laughs> That's where we do our shots. <laughs> you guys don't have one? You should get one. Anyway, I'll have a Big Mac. This is a diner. Uh, it's, a, it's a building uh, the size of your town. <laughs> you should really think about getting one. Just cover the town in a big roof. Uh, but yeah, so it wasn't quite New Orleans, or and and New Orleans wasn't quite rural South Carolina. I, those are the two places I've been in the last two months that really seem like they're back to normal or never. Never stopped being normal. Yeah. St. Louis was that for me. Or right outside. St. Louis itself was fine, but St. Charles right next to St. Louis was <laughs> the outskirts. just. Boy, howdy, were they just fucking. What are you talking about? What masks? <laughs> like the film? Somebody stop me. Am I right? All right. I'm not hey. pretending to be the Punisher today. Smoking. Hey. Smoking. Yeah. That Jim Carrey, that rubber face fartsmith. Yeah. I like him a lot. Watched a bunch of films on uh, on the airplanes. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know, a couple I'd seen before. Uh, I finally got around to seeing Flags of Our Fathers. I'd never seen that. That movie is uh, boring as hell. Um, That's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. It's so fucking boring. But 
I watched a movie called Underwater, which uh, stars uh, Kristen Stewart and the bad guy from Ocean's 12 slash the bad guy. Uh, uh, Andy Garcia. One of the bad guys from uh, Eastern Promises. No, he's the bad guy in Carillo Ocean's 11 and 13. Carillo. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. That French guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, But it's, it's the, him. The French Zumba guy? Yeah. From Ocean's yeah. 12. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who does his aggressive yoga fighting. And uh, it was him. Kristen Stewart and T.J. Miller, uh, none of whom I like, but I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm," you know, I, I no, nothing else is speaking to me. Maybe this will be really bad. Like the last, Wait, really you're not bad. down with K. Stew. I don't like her. I, I mean, I've never seen her in anything that I liked. I can say that with confidence. Okay. Like I don't dislike her, but I've never been like, "Damn, what a performance!" Because that's better than me. I mean, I see her and it's like I don't even like her face. Yeah. And I, I, I don't even know if that's, like, me personally or just, like, our generation projecting. It's like, she ruined Robert Pattinson. Like, she was terrible in those movies. I'm not sure if I'm just, like, osmosis absorbing, like, that sentiment. Could be. I have no idea. All yeah. I know is that the acting abilities of those three people uh, had nothing to do with my enjoyment of the film. I enjoyed the film. I think you could have thrown anybody into it, and it would have been fun. Um, it's just a good sort of, I'm going to, I'm going to, now don't, don't jump down my throat here. I'm going to compare it to the thing in the sense that it's a horror movie that takes place at a drilling station at the bottom of the ocean. So it's, it's an isolation based horror movie. So like in that sense, it's like the thing it's nowhere near so it's as good like as the, the thing. thing 2007 could be, saying? I never, I never watched that one, but, but probably Mary Elizabeth Winstead, but, uh, the, the one thing, because I'm going to give it a full recommendation. I'm going to say you should watch it because it's a fun time. But the one thing that I will give away in it uh. is that, you know, for movies like Deep Blue Sea, which also takes place, you know, underwater, not nearly as far, but underwater, you've got like the first half hour, 45 minutes is is exposition. It's setting up what could go wrong, what might go wrong, you know? No, it's like an hour in Deep Blue Sea, I swear. Yeah, but you're learning about the characters, character development. In, really? In un- Peter Skarsgård's just pissing into the wind? That's yeah, the smartest guy on the planet. Literally. And he's supposed to be from Maine. He's supposed to be American. He's like, hello, I am from Maine. It is me. <laughs> Do Doc- you have any more Malmo cigarettes? I mean, Maine cigarettes, <laughs> please. Totally normal American cigarettes for me to smoke while I piss on myself. I am from Maine. <laughs> but in in this movie, you got about 15, 30 seconds of Kristen Stewart brushing her teeth, and then the whole base starts collapsing. <laughs> it's just like, and everything's fucked. Like, right from the, it's awesome. You don't know why. You don't know what the fuck's going on. It's yeah. great. They're it's just like crises in normal life. Yeah. Well, they were, they were just like, we're not even going to worry about setting up like a love story or anything like that. Maybe we'll do that later. Who cares? We're going to start with just like, here's what we're doing. Shit is bad. Let's go. It's great. I wish All more, right. I wish more sort of the like, I don't want to call it a disaster movie because that implies it's the, the, the isolation disaster movie because disaster movies are normally like a whole city is going to explode. This is like, there are 10 people that are very hard to get to that really need help. And wow. uh, I find that more compelling, but uh, just because the stakes are inherently lower and therefore higher for the people involved. I don't know, but huh. anyway, underwater, uh, I think it's a, from 2020. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it 
Eight out of ten for gore. Four out of five for sexiness. I think was that with the I forget what that that former reviewer had, but like I'll give it a or no, it was nudity. I'm gonna give it a a zero out of five. There's there's no nudity for having T uh, J Miller die horribly because you you think that he's kind of annoying. I'm gonna give it a five out of five, and I'm gonna give it an overall rating of 83 out of 100 and 12 thank you and 12 yeah that is a a very specific and thorough rating thank you thank you i i had a lot of time to think about it on just you know a very long who i just remembered one other thing from that fucking flight back from charlotte to san francisco which is like a six-ish hour flight you know it's pretty much coast east coast, coast west coast going yeah. against the wind the woman next to me she did word searches for the full six hours. Not wow. crosswords. Not crosswords. No. Word searches. An adult yeah. woman. Like mm-hmm. our age. Just a grid of letters. You find the words in there. Yep. And was she, she was. good? I, dude. I mean, they didn't look like difficult crosswords, but she would, she was going through books of them. Like she'd like do a 50 page book and then just like put it back into her bag and pull out another and just burning through them and her she was with a friend her friend next to her was just like watching shit on the fucking phone wi-fi shit and like watching the same you know had the access to the same movies we all did but this woman in the middle was like fuck that word searches some people know what they like i guess i mean i like i like stuff but I'm the six hours of that, word searches? Yeah, all right. I get bored of the map in the back of the, the free magazine after, like, 15 minutes. Like, I'll look at it for a good 15 minutes like a crazy person. Like, oh, that's the globe? Okay. Nice. All right. That's where Kuala Lumpur is? All right. Seychelles. I always wondered how you spelled that. I've only heard it. Seychelles. That's how you say it. I've heard. <laughs> I, you know, I think I think I met a guy named Mauritius once. Hey, all this Galapagos. Is there a Guyapagos? Is that is that anything? Is that anybody? Is that it? All right, all right. I'll be back here in 10D if anybody needs me. Middle seat, baby. Middle seat. What's up? Still an exit row though. Got the leg room. Got the leg room. No room for the elbows. Lots of room for the legs. Uh, if you if you're a B or an E, what you do is either. Manifest destiny, you take your armrests. Oh, you gotta take the armrests. <laughs> or, or you wait and snipe. Because yeah. once an elbow gets lifted, you, you, you put your arm there immediately. I've been guilty of that so much. Absolutely. So much in my life. If you're in the middle, I mean, it's well established. Tons of comedians have done jokes about it. And I truly just think that society is this way. But if you're in the middle, you get both armrests. No. That's, no, I disagree. No? If, you, if you're next to me, because I'm usually <laughs> choosing an aisle or a window seat. If you're next to me, you got to fight me for it. And like, Hell yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be an easy pushover. Oh, I had another uh, plane moment. It wasn't, you know... Uh, humorous P-L- anyway, but a i n like you were you're playing you're just being milk kind, toast? kind of i got my name added to the upgrade list i did not nice. get up upgra- i didn't get upgraded but i was on the list for the you first the time lotto. for the first time in my whole life guess who bought a <laughs> raffle ticket 
Didn't this even do that. Warden over here. It was under 500 miles of a trip, which means that at my uh, at my status with this airline, which is the lowest status possible, you get automatic upgrades if it's under 500 miles. So I was like, I, even then, even though it automatically put me on, I was like 10th on the list. And since it's like an hour long flight, fucking like a, a ten, th- th- there's only like three first class seats anyway. <laughs> so like there was, I knew there was no fucking chance. But uh, I got to see War comma B on that fucking screen at the gate, and I was like, yeah, look at look at War comma B, B War, War comma L would certainly be proud of her boy. <laughs> nice, <laughs> B War, Warb. That's pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's something. That is, that is really something. Uh, on the note of, of your deep sea, uh, horror movie, there is, there is one. Have you seen this documentary called The Last Breath? No. You seen this? You heard about this? I have not heard about this or okay. seen this. Uh, Joan showed it to me and you can't talk about it without ruining, ruining basically the whole thing, but, what it is is a bunch of deep sea divers who work for like an oil company in the North North Sea uh, have a tragedy happen to them, and and something really fucking strange happens. Is it a documentary? Yeah. Did it happen like a while ago? Uh, within the last decade, I think the the actual event happened, and then they made the documentary. I think a couple of years ago. Okay, because I think I heard a. A very short podcast about this. Okay. Um, but, it, but yeah, I, the last breath. I, I strongly recommend that. Hell yeah. Just because I spent the whole time being like, I don't see where this is going. I don't see where this is going at all because, you know, th- there's only one option. Really, there's only one option like oh. the entire time. And guess what? They M. Night Shyamalan you. Life M. Night Shyamalan's you. Dude, I, you just t- gave me a. You told me about this before, and it yeah. does sound compelling, and it's not the thing I'm thinking of. The thing I'm thinking of was these guys were down in like a deep sea fucking thing, like uh, like they like so deep down that you you just live down there because it would take too long to decompress you to come back to the surface, and like part of the tubing, like the pressure fucking burst, and like the three people inside just liquefied, like mm. they just imploded instantaneously that's what i was thinking of and i would really no, like these, to see a documentary guys, about it they're they're a diving team and they do the deep sea diving but they live in like a pressurized environment on yeah, the boat you, you told me about this yeah. this sounds awesome i, I haven't even seen it. i'm going to see it but they, like do you know what it's on what uh what streaming service we can last plug? breath i do not but i uh, we can do a quick search later not even worth it for on the pod this is valuable yeah. this is valuable time james yeah, I know. I know. I got to check my fantasy baseball team. Nice. Now nah, we're losing this week. <clears throat> what kind of a fantasy is that? Y- you know? Who- whose fantasy is to lose, Jimbo? Come on. Uh, somebody who's <laughs> won, so- won so much. You know, I-, I did have the first, and as far as I know, only undefeated team throughout a season in this league. So, you know, that's something. I've also had an undefeated fantasy football team that shall football league is speaking of. I, I don't know if that was the only one that actually happened, but but we'll say it is. We'll say it. I'm sure my dad will have a bunch of shit to say about this episode because I told I mentioned him in like four different stories. I mentioned him once. A joke he used to tell. We better yeah. get some goddamn comments from the man. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, Dad, please like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, figure out. That's, <laughs> that's your task for the week. And then figure out what that is so that we can better instruct people on how to do it. I don't think you can actually do that. I, you can subscribe on, I guess, uh, what was the term? Podcatchers? The, like, like uh, the things that. Yeah, uh, Chris Hansen runs them. Mm-hmm. Have a seat over yeah. here. Yeah. Hey, hey, you guys want to do a podcast in this? All right, come on. Come on. Take a seat. Take a seat. All right. Why don't you have a seat over there? Now, how old was the microphone you think you were going to be talking into? <laughs> the microphone had said that his parents were out of town. You thought that was a fine time to come over. <laughs> and you brought the you brought the Mike's Hard Lemonades and the Twisted mm. Teas. Hmm. And you All think right. Mike's Hard and a hard mic, you think that's a good idea? Oh, man. Chris Hansen. That's the Hansen brother no one talks about. That's true. Mmm, bop. <laughs> now, uh, I'm dead tired, and I want to talk to you about non-podcast things after this that the listener just isn't going to get to hear about. But we're coming up on like a year of doing this, and that, I don't think it's this one. Better not be, because nah. we didn't do anything special. I think we got two or three more. Sick. But uh, yeah. we'll do that, and, uh, you know... Maybe we'll have something special for that. Maybe not. Who who the fuck knows? Maybe we'll just be our usual uh, whatever we are. Maybe we'll have to pull a like a Nathaniel Hawthorne and do a twice told tale. Yes, I know what you're referring to. Totally. Yeah, we it's all like know what that is. Double baked mac and cheese. You get it. Yep. It's got breadcrumbs on it. That's what Hawthorne was talking about. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> that. And uh, I think the best way to just conclude this is to say uh, the same thing we say every week. Schmuck, 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 schmuck. God fuck. Everyone? Everyone?